हेलो एवरीबॉडी एंड वेलकम टू द फर्स्ट एवर एपिसोड ऑफ पेप टॉक विथ राहुल एंड टुडे वी आर वेरी मच एक्साइटेड टू प्रेजेंट आवर फर्स्ट स्पीकर शी इज नन अदर देन द फेमस हर्ट लीडर व्हिच पर्सनली आई रियली फॉलो सो मच बिकॉज़ आई ट्राई टू वर्क इन द फील्ड ऑफ मेंटल हेल्थ एंड शी इज प्रीटी मच रिलेटेड टू दैट एंड नॉट ओनली दैट हर जॉब इज चेंजिंग द वर्ल्ड लिटरली people are educating themselves so that they are coming more aware of there is something called chief heart officer and none other than i would love to welcome cloud silver to our show and uh, uh, to give you a little introduction about her she is the popularly known for the heart leader and also she is the chief heart officer of the venier media that we all love So Claude welcome and thank you very much for having with us. Thank you so much for having me. Lovely to see you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So uh, Claude uh, before we start this you know conversation I am you know when I come to know about you I feel like that oh my god I should you know keep someone in my company so that you know they can take care of our mental health because we go through lots of ups and downs as an entrepreneur especially in you know in india as there is you know so much population there is so much things we have to face in our journey so yes <laughs> so okay i will not i will not waste much time uh, so my first question will be to you so uh, you know when i learned about you i first you know noticed one very important thing that is you are responsible for more than 800 people's emotion i mean how this is something you know i i i never imagined i barely managed to keep my girlfriend's emotion and you were keeping it for 800 people so i would love to know what is the philosophy behind it i love that that's that's very funny <laughs> uh, well the philosophy is when when you put people first everything else is really successful when well, you really pay when you pay attention to who you have in your company and 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 who they are as a human being not just an employee you know the the domino effect is massive because people want to be seen they want to be valued they want to know that they that they matter that they're recognized and in order to do that you need to lean in and spend time with each and every person okay. and i truly believe that as you do that the the dna of the culture it just grows it gets stronger and stronger so at a certain point you don't need me all the time other people can scale me because we've really been mixing this culture together we're cultivating the culture together because we're leaning in on people we're leaning in with them wow so that's mean the main perspective should be to notice the small things about every human being and you know to recognize those all small things so that should be the key right to yeah. notice the small things so that is how it should work well yes you you want to notice anything about them that's not just their job you know that's not exactly. just their performance at work you really want to understand maybe perhaps like what's going on in their home life what's going on in the in covid with them what's going on you know have they gotten married that they have to cancel a wedding you know and then and then of course how are how are they doing at at the job are they getting the learning and development they need are they 
understanding who we are and, and what our POV is. So yeah, you wanna, you wanna definitely look at the small things as well as you wanna look at the macro. Yeah, I have seen it personally, like, you know, what happened when my personal life is not going well. Yes. I'm very much, you know, inactive in my professional life as well, because uh, I have been always asked by a question, how do you manage your professional and personal life? Yes. So so that is the thing. Thank you very much for sharing that with us. Yes. So next question for me, like, you know, in your journey, like since from the beginning, when was the first time that you failed? Like, you know, you can call yourself the heart leader and also like considering yourself for a CHO, like, you know, chief heart officer. I mean, before you, I don't think like there is many people who were aware of this thing. So you came up with this idea so that, you know, you can manage the people's emotion in a, in a corporate level as well. So when was the first thing? Is it happened in the childhood? Or is it happening somewhere? I'd love to know that. You know, I love that question. Um, I think it happened a long time ago. It's a, I'm a, I'm a sensitive person. I pick up on people's feelings. I'm, I'm highly um, emotive, you know, empathetic and, and intuitive. And that's just, those are my strengths. You know, someone else has other strengths. Someone else is, is analytical or a really, um, uh, you know, fantastic writer. My, my strengths are much more in the human development and the human behavior uh, of a person. So at a very young age, I can actually remember being five, really starting to feel the, the feelings and the vibe around me. And it's been with me ever since. I think, you know, I've had to learn how to take care of myself as well as I take care of others. That's, that's a real lifelong journey. Exactly, exactly. So again, the main factor is always to notice the things all around us. Yes. I mean, I mean, yes, when we're rushing for something like, you know, we are trying to hunt for like, you know, we want to achieve this. We want to build a brand. We want to, you know, grow our ecosystem. So we usually forget to notice these all things. Right, right, right. Thank you again. Yes, yes, yes. Please continue. Yeah. I was going to say. You know, my boss, Gary Vaynerchuk, he yes. really has taught me the world of patience and that there are certain things that are marathons and there's certain things that are sprints and know the difference. Yes. And and more importantly, we are learning from, you know, we everybody is learning from him, you know. He's yes. always been an inspiration for us. So definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, okay, coming to the next question. As you believe, emotional optimization is a very important part of any company's success or it creates a big impact on the enthusiasm of the employee. So my question to you, it can happen to the big companies in a very smooth way if they want. But what about the small companies like they are started for two years or one years, like small startups? how they manage to do this whole thing. Like, you know, when they are barely having 10 to 15 employees on their own. So how they will do that thing? Yeah. You know, there's no magic between a small company and a large company. Yes. Only that you have to scale when you go to a large company, meaning like you really need to spend time with people at a large company, which is what I do. At a small company, you, know, you have the, the wonderful privilege of, 
of, you know, it's only 10 people, it's only 15 people. So I would hope that at 10, 15, 20, even 50 people, you know what's going on in your lives. I would, I would hope that that would be easy. It gets harder, of course, the bigger you get, but you just have to be intentional about it. You have to really lean in. And you know, the emotional optimism part is, it's, it's that there is, there is silver lining. There is a silver lining somewhere. It might not be this minute, but I guarantee you it will be the next minute or the next minute because nothing stays the same. Feelings don't stay the same. Yes. It doesn't stay the same. Business, the economy, those things all change. So I think in order to in order to really understand people, I think you really need to understand what's going on in the environment also. So emotional optimism for me is really certainly not denying what is going on with a person or a team, but getting into it to really listen. What, how can I be helpful? How can I help you remove the roadblocks so that you can shoot to the sky? You can see the blue sky. Exactly. Exactly. See, uh, in, you know, I, if I can give you the world statistic right now, then more than 264 million people out of all the ages, they are, you know, blocked with their mental health they're you know suffering from different corners of mental health so it currently because of the covid 9 situation this rate is really gone higher into the business field as well as into the job field or like in any professional field so yeah. yes keeping you know your words will be really very helpful for you know them to learn as well and, and i was gonna say raul you know it's a, it's very important to consistently check in on people and let them know, let them know that you're here. You may not have the answers, but you're here to listen. You're here to walk with them. You're not gonna leave them in the dust because you know, there's so much shame around asking for help. There's so much shame in society about uh, you know, saying, I don't feel good, I feel depressed, I have anxiety. We need to remove that shame because it's human. It's human. And the more we can remove it, I think the more health we will see. Because exactly. When, yeah, yeah. When you yeah. have to stuff your feelings down, when you have to hold your feelings into a box, you're not gonna you're not gonna have success. Feelings don't fit into a box. They're not neat. <laughs> They're not neat. You have to allow for people to to be their whole self. Exactly. Klopp, you will be, you know, Claude, you will be really happy to know that, you know, um, I have a very, you know, uh, uh, you know mu musician that I really follow. That is Chester Bennington, you know, from Linkin Park. Yeah. Uh, so uh, recently on our, you know, death, uh, death, his death anniversary, I started an initiative where when people are visiting in our website, like on my website, if anybody is requiring anti-suicidal help, suicidal help, like, you know, they are going to mental trauma. Yes. Uh, we have we are kept like there is a free direct call option so that they can call us directly and there will be people from our end who will be supporting their mental health so that we can resist that thing so that is the thing we have started also even if i talk about my personal journey uh for like quite three to four months you know it's not more like depression but you know when a lot of people are dependent on you then you have to make your mental health proper good Otherwise, what happened, you, you know, these things spread very easily. 
good as like good stuff as like bad stuff these all emotions fade very easily so yes, I, so i think i think the main reason that people find join is because of you because there is a very you know bright soul inside of you and that really reflects on everyone's face <laughs> yeah absolutely and i think that's where what you just said is going to lead into this next question you have here <laughs> yes yes see, you have already seen the question yeah. okay yeah. okay so i'm going to read that out for the you know viewer who ever okay. here so suppose you are having a bad day okay <laughs> and you have to you know make someone happy because you know uh, because of your job or like because of the thing that you do so how do you manage that thing and this will also help me to uh, create a balance with my girlfriend as well yes it's it's a perfect question because i have bad moments too bad exactly. more bad moments than bad days you know because again things things pass feelings don't stay the same so they're moments however i know that i feel this much better when i am of service this much better when i am helpful this much better when i can move out of myself and be there for another person and that's how i manage that that's exactly how i manage that now i'm also very honest and people can pick up on my energy just like i can pick up on their energy which is like hey i'm yeah. not i'm not going to hide the fact that i might be having a bad moment i might say to them something of like my energy is a little low right now or you know i went through something just like that you know you want to be able to connect with people and be very authentic because i don't have the silver bullet i don't have any magical powers nobody nobody does yeah nobody does. <laughs> but in in being of service and of giving in giving myself to something that's much bigger than myself exactly. i feel better exactly so one thing that i think uh, i have learned from this particular conversation like this is not a one way process right. it happens between the two way i mean yeah. the people who are listening to words is also reacting to that so yeah. that they whatever they have learned from you that is also applying to yourself as well yeah of course it, there's a saying that that uh, what is good for the goose is good for the gander is <laughs> good for one person is good for many correct 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 so thank you thank you and uh, okay so the next question so you mentioned that my own joy comes from unlocking growth on a person to person level is this mean the secret definition of being happy is to make someone feel happy or is to see someone when they are in the joyness i think one i think one of the, the secrets of life is to help someone find their happiness Correct. help someone unlock something in them that brings them greater happiness greater contentment greater joy it you know it feels so good to see that on another person and if you had this much to do with that journey you know how grateful am i i'm i'm incredibly grateful if i was just a part of that little journey you know that 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 helpful um but again this goes back to your first question which was about giving of yourself and really being there for other people and and i can do that because i have a nice reservoir i i have a reservoir inside me this is 
this is all this is all I want to do. So if it's all I want to do, I make sure that I can do it. Right. So, but the small part that you have mentioned, you know, what happened most of the time, these all small parts create a big impact. You know, suppose yeah. you help me for like, you know, with this 30 minute conversation, you yeah. help me a lot. And I'm sure like this conversation is going to help a lot of more people. But if they're really, you know, getting the idea deep down to their heart, so they are more like to, you know, these effects can come to their entire lifelong, right? So, yes. yes. Of course. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, okay. Now, this is a very serious question. Now, I'm, my face is looking very serious. Am I? Okay. I hope I'm looking serious. <laughs> so, <laughs> according to a study, 72% of entrepreneurs are affected by different kinds of mental health issues, mostly by depression. What will be your suggestion to them? What will be the best practice for them so that they can create a proper mental balance? Well, my, my first suggestion is to seek help, is to not suffer alone, not suffer in silence, Make sure that people know what you're going through. You know, I, I believe that entrepreneurs and especially more men, you know, have this um, exterior that they should be able to take it all, that they should be able to carry the weight of the world on their shoulders, that, you know, the stakes are very high in entrepreneurship, you know, and everyone wants to be that next, whether or not it's Gary Vaynerchuk or, or Mark Zuckerberg. That takes time. So if you're put if you're if you're comparing yourself to someone who's taken a lifetime to get there, you know you know that saying comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. So that I think we need to like uh, tattoo that right here. But really, the first suggestion is to not suffer alone. Is to make sure that you have friends or you have professional help for sure. And then you know. The, the other suggestions are going to be specific for different different people, whether or not that is meditation, whether or not that's sleep, whether or not that's a gratitude journal, whether or not that's giving back, uh, whether or not that's exercising. You know, that there's so many different things that people can do. And what is going to be good for you in that case might not be good. Maybe I don't want a journal. Maybe I want to go for one. But most importantly, I cannot say it enough, is to make sure that other people know what you're going through. And there, again, we need to get rid of the stigma and the shame around mental health issues. It's, you know, join the club. It, this is what happens. 72 exactly. that's enormously high. Exactly. And more importantly, you know, uh, when at the beginning of the conversation, you mentioned like we all are entrepreneurs. I mean, we all are humans first. Then we might be entrepreneurs. We might be someone else. So yeah. As a as a human, I think this is a normal part. Like as we are having fever and as we are having any other, you know, body sigma problems. So it, we can actually count that thing over there. And in that way, it will be really, you know, easy for the people to understand that thing. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, empathy is an enormous part of the equation. Exactly. Compassion, not only for yourself, self-compassion, compassion for others, forgiveness for yourself, forgiveness for others. These are things that are very human traits 
we're all born with it. We're all, we're all born with the ability to love other people. Correct, correct, correct. I think, in fact, we learn to love ourselves. So, yeah, that is the very difficult job. I mean, I mean, um, whenever people tell you, you know, to love yourself, uh, I, I think, you know, in my journey, I have find it most difficult question. Like, I really don't know how to do it exactly. Because, you know, you know, I'm telling you recently, um, just yesterday, uh, a, a non-government organization, you know, they mentioned my name in the top uh, uh, inspiral people from India under age of 40. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And, and you know, what happened is like uh, throughout the, I know the people who are watching us, like from India, the people who know me, you know, I would love to say it with very confident, like, you know, for like, for past four months, I have been talking to a psychiatrist, a counselor. Yeah. yeah. To, 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 to morally understand, like, you know, how to keep myself calm in yes. the difficult situation. Because meditation is not always going to help me. Trust me. You know, that is like a self, self-healing process, but it, it takes a time. But if we are having a guidance, like, you know, people like you, then it will be really great. You know, that is the more like, you know, we people should more understand. Like yeah. you mentioned really a great point. Like that should be the thing. Getting help. Yeah. Do not suffer in silence. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, this is a very small yes. question. The yes. all the question was a bit of big. <laughs> Name three things that you do for yourself when you are having a very, very, very bad day. Remember, I mentioned three to four times very. Yes, I know. Very bad. <laughs> very bad. Very bad. I listened to one or two songs on repeat. Okay. Thank Can you please suggest us some songs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I listened to some Snow Patrol. Okay. I listened to uh, The Head and the Heart. I listened All right. to... Um, trance music. Oh. Um, yeah, I listen to The Cure. I, I listen to music that ta either takes me to a place in my past that I love, I have very, I have fondness for, yes. uh, or, or I listen to something that's more on my mood, you know, just like chill. So when I think, when I say trance, I don't mean techno, I mean just like kind of uh, chill. So music is everything for me. That is the first thing for sure I do. The second thing is I will reach out to uh, one of my five best friends. Okay. I will text them. I just, <laughs> literally, it's a text. They might not even text me back for a while, but I will definitely reach out to, you know, I'm very grateful and blessed to have a core uh, friendship group um, for sure. And then if I can, uh, by the way, I'll drink. I will definitely have some water. But if I can, and this one is harder for me, I'll go take a walk. Okay. That's yeah. I mean, two things that you mentioned. One is sound therapy. I personally believe on that. Yeah. Because, you know, when I work at a very peaceful place, what I do, uh, I play the Tibetan Lord Buddha's music oh. in the head, yeah, phone. Love it. And it really worked magical for me. Yeah. It takes me to the another dimension. Like, okay, man, now, now I'm out of the world. So the yeah. little problem of the world doesn't matter to me right now. I'm out of the world. I love it. <laughs> Will you send me a link? 
Huh? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. sure. I will definitely share that thing with you. I love okay. That. Okay. So, um, this is probably very interesting question for you <laughs> and for a lot of people who are watching. And I'm a very book lover. I have more than I mean close to two thousand books of my own. Wow. <laughs> and <laughs> okay. So I will come straight to the question. Name me one book that created a massive impact on your life. A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. I haven't read that thing. I sh everybody who haven't read that book, please do read that book <laughs> because that will be my next order. Yeah, I think I think she might have published it in like 1995. I mean, I'm talking about a book that I have with me all the time. Uh, it's a quick, it's a quick read. And in that book, she talks about the fact that there are two emotions, love and fear. Well, you are not coming from a place of love, you are coming from a place of fear. And I remember I was 25 years old when I first uh, got my hands on that book. And the minute I understood that, my, my entire view changed. It did. It really, really did. So uh, I love that book, A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. I will definitely contact you, okay, after reading the book. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, so let me read it very clearly. The term and the position, Chief Heart Officer, was not very popular and you know, before you came to the industry in su with such a massive impact. So do you think, you know, in all the industries, like, you know, mostly in India, and there is, I you know, before uh, I come, I learned about you, there was, I have no idea, like, there was a place like that, a people who are considered for corporate people's mental health, and, you know, their emotional optimization. So do you think, like, it should you know, forward more, like, you know, people adopt this idea more. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think the, having, having someone, one, two, three people that have authority from the top, from the CEO and autonomy to go and make sure that they are touching and taking care of and speaking to and listening to every employee I believe is necessary. I absolutely do. I, I believe that we need more humanity in the workplace. And it's very difficult for people to stop doing their job and stop thinking like, I have to make more money, I have to make more money. So it's exactly. hard for people to you know, say, okay, let me take care of my friend over here. Let me, let me touch base with my friend over here. So when you have people in this type of position, they're, they, they, this is their job. And so I think it is very important to lean in on this. You, you need, especially if your company is one that is more, um, that is, put it this way, that is not as, um, that doesn't care about the culture as much as our company does, then you need someone that is going to care about the culture. Exactly. So the term that you mentioned, the culture, it's been the vibration or the environment of the company, the yes. motivation of the company. Exactly. Yes, you got Go it. it is, the, the, um, culture is exactly what you said. 
vibe of the company. It is what what is, exists in the hearts and the minds of people and how they behave themselves in a culture, in a company. Right, right. So, yeah, definitely if five people is sitting in a room and, you know, they all feel happy. So the, you know, the atmosphere change, you know, someone, six people who has just entered the room, it automatically feels like they're happy. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, definitely. And the, the thing is, is when, you know, it only takes two people to have a meeting. Gotcha. So you have the two people that are, you know, really loving the culture and they want to make sure that people are feeling good. And if they're not feeling good, they want to help them find paths to feeling better. Exactly. Imagine, imagine the groundswell that that creates. So many people want to want to do that. So many people have have great hearts that will be there for other people. You know, so right. this type of job, it gives others permission to do that too. I, uh, I personally wanted to ask you a question. Like, you know, when you, you know, come in front of 800 people, suppose a new people is joining. At at certain level, eight all the eight hundred people was unknown in front of you, right? You you didn't know them personally. They are yeah. just your colleagues. So yeah. how did you manage? Like you know, how did you like when someone come? Like on the first day, they are coming up with the idea. Like you know, they are not feeling good. So how do you manage at that like first day? You have never met that person before. This is your first encounter. Mm -hmm. Is is it happened before? Like that that is the first thing that I want to know. Of course. Is it? Of okay. Course. Okay. Yeah. I, I right now because we're virtual, you know, I get on a Zoom with them and I've never met them before. And I mean, it, it happened to me last week where a brand new employee came on and immediately he said he's been there for three weeks and he said that he suffers from depression. And that was very courageous of this person to share that with me and invite me in. You know, he, he invited me into his world and so we could we could connect on that level, you know, and I'm so proud of that person. I really, really am. So there are many times that I'm going to meet people exactly where they are. I don't want people to have to change. Right. That with me. I want them to be exactly who they are. If anything, I'm going to morph. I, I'm the one that's going to cross the bridge to them. Remember, right. I, I work for them. They don't work for me. I work for them. Right. That, that that is the perspective of a leader you know when a leader usually talk uh, i think that should be the way of speaking like i work for them they're yeah. not working for us yeah I work for them and that's exactly what gary says as well right well, that's what we do and and i take a lot of i take a lot of pride in that exactly exactly you should be because um we all are learning from the people around us, including you, including Carrie Vee, and all the people around us. So, you know, even from the books as well. So that is the one constant thing that we have heard. Like, if you want to be the leader, then you have to understand the people who are around with you. Yeah. Otherwise, there is no any way you're going to do the thing or you're going to make that thing. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. So, coming to our last question. I think this is not a question. It's a statement, Bhopal. <laughs> Okay, so the statement is, 
more of the people who are going i mean watching us or probably going to watch us i don't know like it's quite three in the morning at i mean in india so i'm pretty much sure like you know if you're not going to share this video so nobody is going to watch us right now because everybody's sleeping <laughs> so okay the people who are like you know will be watching or who are currently watching most of them are like professional because this is happening only on the linkedin right now the live thing is happening so yeah. what will be a dedicated message for them like you know how they you know this is up to you like you you feel free to say well i have two messages i think the first thing is if you are a people leader and you want to make sure that you're checking in on your people remember if you are a people leader if you are um a, a manager an hr a ceo all of these things are people leaders you really need to lean in and check in on your people see how they're doing make sure that they know that you you got their back you know i'm here for you you're safe with me these are very important things to say and not only to say your actions need to also emulate that exactly. that's the first thing the first thing and the second thing is to check in on yourself because you you're, you're no good to anyone unless you know yourself really self awareness is key so making sure that you're good you feel good at least if you don't feel good at least you're aware that you don't feel good got it and then go forward but you know i talked about this earlier you know self compassion is very difficult sometimes and so having the self compassion to know where you are to forgive yourself to be kind to yourself so then you can send that same exact energy out into the world like that's key so those are my two messages internal external exactly so that should be like you know the buddhist message like you know if you want to uh, be the outside world then you have to check into the inside first yes because the, that is the key if you are not happy by yourself then there is no any way you are going to make other people happy that's right yeah this is where the fire is the fire is inside here correct yeah so thank you very much claude for you know joining us you know it is really an honor to host you as well as to learn you the people who are you know watching it right now please do follow her because you will learn a lot of thing i do personally do it like you know claude have a premium account so she knows like you know when i'm you know watching her account so <laughs> so <laughs> that is the thing so thank you very much once again for joining us thank have you. a wonderful good time yes and good good evening to you <laughs>